Joining us now on the phone from Eastern Maine Sports, he is Mark Cownan. And Mark, first of all, obviously as a Patriots fan, you enjoyed that Super Bowl, I'm sure, from a victory perspective. But it was, in my opinion, a little boring overall. I don't know what your thoughts were. <laughs> oh, if, if the Patriots weren't in it, I, that would have been tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I mean, it, Patriots proved they can win in many different ways, though, and they always have. I mean, if you need to get beat 41-37, they can do that. If you need to get beat 13-3, they can do that. It's, you know, definition of a dynasty, there is just that, you know, and, uh, just just incredible. And, no, I do agree, but, I mean, I don't, I, I'm more of a diehard baseball fan, so, I, you know, so I'm kind of odd and I, you know, like the 2-1 to one baseball games, but I don't like the 10-3 to three football games. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, so it's kind of different there. But, anyway, a win's a win, and uh, they did it again, huh? Yes, they did. What was your biggest, you know, takeaway from that game in terms of how they got the job done, in your opinion? Well, a year ago, they probably turned in the worst defensive performance in Super Bowl history. And last night, they probably are one of the, if not the best defensive performances in Super Bowl history. So, you know, that, that was the turnaround in that. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, some of it had to do with the Rams' uh young quarterback and just overwhelmed by the situation, but the Patriots defense deserves a lot of of credit in that. No doubt about it. Well, obviously, we want to get to what you've been covering lately on EasternMainSports.com a little bit. We've got some athletes of the week, James Doucette and Emily Curtis. Tell us about them. Yes, uh, we'll start with uh, Emily Curtis. Uh, She uh, uh, saw her last year as a freshman um, in the tournament, and Boy, she can dominate a game. I mean, she she's a, a very tough player. She's an inside player. She does a lot of things for women. Um, they're right in the mix in Class D again this year. Uh, Southern Roosters favor there, but Woodland's uh, Woodland's right in the mix, and she's a big reason why they they get a solid uh, starting line up there um, as they're going to go for you know a run here in a couple weeks. But um, she, you know she put up one game with twenty points, ten rebounds. She had uh, uh, twenty two points the other game. She she really uh, uh, dominated for them, and she she dominated for us. Um, uh, the male athlete of the week, James Doucette, as you said, are from um, Central High School, and all of a sudden they're in the mix. Uh, they're they're going to be playing a pre- they'll they at least quit themselves for a the prelim game, so they're going to at least have a shot to go to the cross center. Um, you know, and they, they weren't even in the talks probably two or three weeks ago, but Doucette's a big reason why. They won three games here in the past um, week to ten days, and uh, he's put up some big numbers. And, uh, they, you know, they're, they're a good, good story if they could make it because no one expected them to get to this point and uh good job for Doucette and the whole Red Devils team yeah you mentioned the the Woodland uh girls there having uh, you know having a strong season right now they're 12 and 5 those were not easy wins this past week it looks like I mean they beat Fort Kent by six and they beat um Alaska by four so really close games huh yeah, yeah and those two teams that you just mentioned uh class C teams uh Madawaska's in the top four class C and Fort Kent's a um you know they're going to play a three-limb game. They're in the mix in Class C too. I'm not as high as Madawaska, but but so those are two Class C teams they beat, um, and I think they're they got a pretty tough schedule. So I think if if they do get to a Southern Rustic uh, matchup in the tournament, they they could uh, that could be very interesting. But no, you mentioned those two wins, and as I said, uh, you know playing with playing with some of the Class C best, so it's good for them. So what do you got coming up this week on EasternMainSports.com? What can we look forward to in terms of coverage? Uh, well, uh, same, uh, you know, same, uh, you know, right in the middle of high school. Uh, no, well, not right in the middle, but right where at the last week, actually, the season ends on Thursday. Um, I'm going to be covering some uh, local games here in, in Dexter, um, you know, doing uh, um, 
just I'm not announcing any games this week. I got a, a big Class C girls game I'm covering though on Wednesday night. Stearns and Dexter. Um, Dexter sold a shot for a top two seed. Mm. Um, top top two seed is important in Class C because those are the only two that get a buy. Um, yeah, um, so the, so they they with a win they have a shot for that. So that's gonna be a big one. Um, Stearns they lost to actually the first time up up in Norwalkit. So that's a big one. Uh, we're doing a lot of stuff. But actually, uh, Chris is uh, uh, Friday night. He's gonna go down and uh, cover the main mayor, and as he did that earlier this year, this year for us, uh, gonna be down down there uh, for a Friday night game, um, checking out the main mariners. Oh, nice. Okay, main. So we got lots of different types of coverage. So you you mentioned Class C. Obviously, there's a ton of teams both in the north and the south. Who else in your coverage area, Eastern Maine sports, has really stood out to you that we should watch out for once tournament time comes here? Well. Uh, well, we'll start with girls. Uh, I think the team I mentioned, Dexter. Yeah. Uh, they're, one, they're one of the favorites. Penobscot Valley, uh, they're very strong. They had two close games with, with uh, Dexter. Uh, Stern, the team that Dexter's playing uh, this week, uh, they're, they're very uh, tough. Uh, uh, Class C's loaded. And, and they got uh, also Callis is undefeated in Class C girls, and they're only fifth or sixth. Uh, check this out. Uh, Narek Wiggins, they're 15 and 1. They're right now 10th in, oh. in the Class C uh, girls' heel points. Um, and they're going to. Definitely have to play a road unless they beat Callis the last game of the season. They're going to have to play a road prelim game. So um, they could be somebody to watch. Though if they get a ten or eleven seed and they win the prelim game, they get to get to Bangor because no one really knows how good they are. They're good, but right. you, know, you, you know. But but with the heel points standings like they are, you know, we'll see how they play with the teams that are up there high, and we'll see how well the heel points <laughs> heel points are working this year because. Uh, you know, just their schedule, they haven't had the heel points available. And their only loss came against Callis, and they play them once more. So that's, that's in Class C uh, girls. And Class C boys are the same way. Uh, Mananaka beat Holton um, this past week, and uh, Holton and Mananaka are strong. Central Roostick is up there. Uh, I think Penobscot Valley is as good as anybody. They had a close win with Dexter uh, over the weekend, Class C boys. And Dexter, they're right in the mix. So um, Class C is... Uh, Anybody's game, I think, on the girls' and boys' side. I, I mean, if I probably had to pick a, a favorite going in, but as I said, that, using that word loosely, I would say Holt maybe in the boys and, uh, and Dexter in the girls. But really, six, seven teams in both would be a surprise. Yeah, I see Central Rustics at the top in both the boys and the girls in the heel points, so they're playing together some great seasons all around, aren't they? They are. They, you know, as you notice, they're not one of the teams I mentioned right off the top. I did mention the boys, but... Um, I, I, the thing of it is, you know, they, they, you know, kind of with the heel points, a lot of their schedule is is Class D teams. They play some of the Class D teams, mm-hmm. and, and they beat them. You can't take that away from them. Right. But but they, but they beat them, and, you know, the two matchups the Central Rooster boys had with Holden, uh, Holden won convincingly, you know. So, so and, and, you know, so it looks like Central Rooster is going to go number one seed, and they're definitely a threat. But, you know, I think teams like Holden and Penobscot Valley mm-hmm. and, and some other, Mananacook and, uh, you know, those kind of teams, uh, Dexter and a few others, I think I think might be favored against them. But again, you can't look past them. They're number one, and uh, you know that they you know they're going to have the home jerseys on all the way through. Sure, absolutely. Uh, any podcast recently for you? Any podcast we should check out coming up? Uh, yeah, we did uh, last week. We did a uh, Super Bowl preview one, and uh, well, okay, <laughs> we'll probably do a, a recap this week. That's the hope. Um, next weekend. Um, the plan, uh, the plan is going into the tournament after the, uh, you know, there's everything set this week. We're hoping to do a uh, high school basketball preview, uh, a tournament preview. So uh, that that will be a good one, to, uh, you know, to kind of everybody 
get all of our thoughts on uh, the upcoming tournament. So we're really, really looking forward to it. And uh, got what ten more days till it starts. Ten more days. Yeah, right. It's all, uh, almost here. It's uh, it's the home stretch in the regular season and get the tournament very soon. And I imagine you'll be camped out at um, the. Augusta Civic Center, or where are you going to be camped out most? Yeah, uh, yeah. across the shore, across the shore Center. I stay right in, uh, in Bangor. In Bangor, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I stay in Bangor for the week, and uh, there I, I, what I did last year, and plan on doing this year, the same thing. Uh, I will be at every session except the first Saturday night, but I'll have definitely have people covering that one too. I, I so all the sessions, I think whatever the forty out of the forty-two games, I'll, I'll be there, <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know, so I'll be there. All week, from early in the morning till uh, late at night. So I look, I look forward to it, though. It's a busy week, but it's a fun week. You know, I remember way back when it was just the Bang Auditorium, uh, <laughs> there was Miller's, which you could get a buffet and whatever. And then just down the street, there was a place called Miller's Cave. And I they, remember Miller's. I don't remember Miller's Yeah, Cave. well, see, uh, just a kid. And uh, <laughs> they had the best fried clams uh, imaginable. That place was really popular, especially during tournament week. You ask them, and they would say, we make all our money for the year during tournament week. Everybody comes in here. So yeah. it was a really popular place. But, boy, I'll tell you, that that Bangor scene has been, um, we used to call it the auditorium, we used to call it the mecca of basketball in Maine. I mean, all the big games are played there, and all of Eastern Maine, all those teams, because they were much bigger schools at the time, but uh, – it has been a haven for a great basketball uh, the week of February vacation, without a doubt. Yeah, sure has, and uh, you know, so uh, you know, people from Aruba County, they plan, they they book their hotel rooms, they take the week off work, um, you know, and and spend the week down there. Now I would say it's uh, Seasons. That's a big big place. Uh, oh, it's, it's Seasons Restaurant. It's it's uh, it's kind of walkable distance. Uh, you know, it's you know not too far not too far away. It's, and then they obviously got the. Uh, Hollywood Slops across the street with the buffet and the and everything anybody wants to do there. So, no, I uh, one of my sponsors uh, kind of books me for the week, um, and uh, I check in on the fifteenth. Nice. Don't have to check out for nine days. I do come home one night, but I, you know, I, I'm there most of the week. So, right across so, the right across the street from the uh, Cross Insurance is uh, Gagans, another Gagans great place. Yeah, I, yeah, I went to high school with the the boys, the Gagans. Uh, well, there were a bunch of them, but uh, two of the two of the older guys I went to high school with, and uh, that's a great place to have uh, a good meal too. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. I I actually don't get a chance to leave during the day much. I sure. Usually in between sessions, I'm doing uh, doing stuff. Uh, I do you know usually grab a bite to eat. They have a, they put together a good uh, good uh, meal in between sessions for the people that are there covering it and, and working at the cross center, but. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm usually Thursday and Friday. I get to do a little bit more because the game's not later. But yeah, I'm usually usually right there at the cross center from <laughs> the morning till night. But yeah, it, it, there's a lot of usually try to go on one night and uh, you know get seasons or something like that. So a lot, a lot of good good places around there. And it's, it's just fun seeing all the people and all the people that help me out. I appreciate them and you know just seeing a lot of people I only see once once a year. You know, I think Maddie was saying last year at the Augusta Civic Center, we covered. 56 games, I believe, at the Augusta Civic Center, something like that. Sounds about right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. Anyway, hey, listen, going back to the Super Bowl, we didn't get your uh, thoughts on the, uh, first of all, the commercials. <laughs> hey, uh, Any good uh, ones you liked? <laughs> uh, uh, 
I don't know. There was one battery one. I, I couldn't hear most of them when I was. I, I tried I tried to hear Tony Romo as much as I could, but I, I really. Oh, he I, was I great. Yeah, and, and and he was what I heard, but I I, I can't really judge the commercials because I, I didn't I didn't hear them. All. I saw them, but yeah, I didn't I didn't hear them a lot. But I know that's what people like you know talking about too. But wasn't there a battery one or something that was? Interesting. I don't know. That, that was one. That, one the, the best one for me was the NFL's commercial with all the players through the years. Yes. Yeah. I did see that. I was actually. Uh, yeah. I was surprised. Yeah. I saw Brady in that, and I thought that was a good, good uh, commercial there, and I that was that was a good one. And How about they, that? Actually, last year they had the best commercial. The NFL. How about the halftime? What did you think about? Oh halftime? my goodness, uh, that's the worst one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, don't let my wife hear you say that. She loves Maroon Five, by the she's way. She's the only. So. She's their fan. So, Oh, so come on. No, they're pretty popular. <laughs> okay. Come on now. So, so, does, so does my wife, but she thought it was awful, too. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed. I <laughs> I just think they try to make so much happen, and it just doesn't happen. I mean, it, my, another problem is I've they've turned down some much better performers because they were afraid they were going to swear, and they had to beat, beat them out four times. So, I yeah. mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well put the good people on there. If you, you know what I mean? If you're going to have to <laughs> and I'm not, nothing against they are a popular group and I and I, I actually don't mind their music on the radio, but I don't I would never want to see see them in person after that mess. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly what we would uh what we'd want. No, no. I I you know, and said my wife likes it too, but I she she said it, she didn't like it either, the performance last night. So what? <laughs> but no, I, I would give that an half. Which is yeah, no that, and uh yeah, but at least the Patriots won. That was, a, that was the one thing about last night. What's your sense of Gronk? He coming back or not? I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't think so. But um, I didn't think so last year. So, so that's what I, you know. And he came back. But I just think you know, uh, almost at this point, why would he? You know, I mean, he's he's gets beat up out there. He you know he said he has he had the concussions in the past. You know, he can he go on with his life and, and do just fine with whatever he wants to do. And he. he What's he got? Three rings now, or whatever. He he's got three three rings? three rings, and he's never spent a dollar that he's made in the NFL. He's he, he spent money that he got from endorsements and whatever. Right, and uh, so he's smart too. I mean, people don't look at him as being smart, but he obviously smarter than most because you don't hear about many others doing that. And uh, I, I just, I, I don't think he is. I don't think he's uh, coming back. I, I don't. But um, I don't know. You know, and obviously he's closest with Brady, and Brady's coming back, so we'll see. And uh, you know, I know this sounds spoiled and I talk about people being spoiled all the time and uh, you know Boston sports fans but don't we expect them to be back <laughs> next next year I mean they, you know they're going to have every, you know, pretty much everybody back except maybe Gronk and uh, you know they, they should be one of the favorites again right that's right hey listen going back to Tony Romo I again I thought I like him I thought he was good he you know great. there was one thing that I thought could have ended up being really controversial if the Rams had scored on the drive and that was when the Patriots had the two penalties, and Romo had it right off, he said, "If they, if they accept the penalty, then they they're gonna put the ball ready for play, march it off, start the clock, and they'll lose all kinds of time. Or if they decline the penalty, the clock stays stopped, and they get in in essence another timeout. Well, they took the penalty, and and then all of a sudden they realize, oh, that was a mistake. And then they change their mind. It's like since when?" You get a chance, a second chance at making a penalty decision. That that right. never. I'm not telling you. I said to my wife, if they end up going down and scoring, I'm telling you what. But I can tell you, Belichick 
he was beside himself on the sideline. They made a yeah. decision. They also never announced that they had decided to decline. No, the official they, they did. No, the official said they over the last. Oh, minutes? oh, I see. No, yeah. he said the official said they they took the penalty. Right. Then there was this right. walking around, and, and they like never said anything. Yeah, yeah. It was and confusing. it's like, hold it was, on here. It's very confusing. In high school, even if your captain makes a decision, there's no backing up and saying, "Oops, he made a mistake. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. change our mind." No, no they don't do no, that. No. What do you think they heard? They heard Romo. Well, honest to God, I said to my wife, maybe they got somebody with a headset on listening to Romo talk and said, hey, coach, coach, Romo says don't do that. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't believe it when they, when they, yeah, when they accepted the penalty. I was like, wow, that's, that's not very smart. The Rams were not ready for this game. That's just, they, they were totally they, overwhelmed. They were deer in the headlights the whole time. The defense played well, but the offense and Sean McVay were not ready. And No, I, I, I agree with that. And I, you know, I think they might have a good future, but – I do think another thing that helped the Patriots, and I really do, when they were so good at home all year, was they pretty much had the home field. That I mean, you hear the Rams getting booed coming out. You hear you know the ovation for the Patriots. I mean, I don't think there's ever been a Super Bowl that they've been in that's been like that. Usually it's fifty-fifty or maybe slightly towards the other team. The Rams have um, no fan base, and the right. game was on the East Coast anyway. It's just like right, right. Yeah. They have no fan base because they just moved to LA. They don't have an identity there. And, uh, you know, I just never seen it like that. And you know. You think you just maybe even get the people that don't like the Patriots just coming to cheer for the <laughs> yeah really you know it's, uh, not for four thousand dollars <laughs> yeah right yeah. did you, you see that did you see uh, that they still had I, I saw it on Friday there was still sixteen hundred tickets available what are the chances of that in the Super Bowl right they're yeah. always sold out way part of partially way in advance because companies gobble them up yeah. and and uh, give them out yeah they the 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 uh, Channel 6 reporters, I watched Channel 6 News that went down there, Jessica Gagne, and et cetera. They said uh, uh, they couldn't believe how many Patriots shirts they saw and Patriots gear and no L.A. gear, none. So, yeah, you could tell that first couple of runs that the Patriots opened up gigantic holes and and uh, Sony Michelle went running up through just gouging them the fans the Patriots fans were out of their minds cheering so yeah it was, it was, it was great it, it sounded like a Gillette South you know kind of like you like get down to Camden Yards and Tampa you know, it, it sounded, yeah. you know they, they just filled that place and it was it was great um, you know I'm not going tomorrow but it's, what a what a great day they're gonna have a parade what mid-50s down in Boston yes you know that's that's just unbelievable unbelievable that you get a Patriot I mean I've been to one Patriots parade the first one they won I, I went to that one I was I it was freezing, but um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, it's great that, uh, you know, they should have a huge crowd because of that weather and, you know, and, and everything. So, that's, uh, the, that's the first thing my daughter says. She's been to several of the others and said, for once, it's going to be a nice day. I have to put sunscreen on. It's going to be great. She said. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, as I said, though, I mean, that should be a huge, huge crowd. I mean, that's, I mean, that's going to be warmer than it was the Red Sox parade, probably, because, uh, you know, I think it was raining a little bit or something cold. It was Halloween, you know, so. So it's, it should be should be fun, and now we're on to baseball, right, fellas? On to baseball, yeah. Pitchers and catchers report very soon, and uh, half the free agents aren't signed yet. So <laughs> I, I think the Red Sox uh, I don't know what's truck happen. leaves uh, today. Is it today? I knew it was right off today. Uh, How about right now, that? Right, yeah. Right now you can, right now 
right now you can go on redsbucket.com. They've got a truck, truck day sale and tickets. Truck day, baby. <laughs> yeah, yep. You got, you got two two for one. You got a really good game against the Yankees, the Dodgers, and a kind of a, a weekday April game to kind of offset that. So that's, <laughs> what, they're doing, that's what they're doing right now. So I might try to grab some of, that, some of those this afternoon. So, uh, you know, no, they're, uh, they are uh, leaving today. So uh, good man. So Super Bowl right into that, right into the tournament next week. And, get, you know, then the season, baseball season will start after that. I said it was a great day for Boston. The Bruins beat Washington for the first time in 14 tries. The Celtics beat the Thunder, which is a great game for them, and it was a thriller right down to the end. And Mookie Betts (laughs) won a bowling tournament. (laughs) So it was a great Boston day. I didn't didn't hear that. It was great. Uh, You know, so, yeah, a great, great day. And uh, hopefully uh, they keep the momentum going. Who's up? So the... So beat LA in baseball and football. Are the, are the Kings any good or anything? They, not this year. Play? They've been down this year, but uh, okay, well, that's not going to happen. And no, Lake, Lake is probably not going to. It's going to be have to be. Hopefully not. Soon. Hopefully not. Anaheim has a team. That's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah Anaheim. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, Disneyland. So, it's a great, great time to be a Boston sports fan. Aaron, you're not a Boston sports fan, right? No, I'm. I'm a Seattle sports fan, but I, I am glad the Celtics beat the Thunder because I hate the Thunder with the passion of a thousand suns. So. Well, because they left Seattle. Yes, that's that's right. correct. That yeah, correct. Right on it. Way to be. Yeah. <laughs> All that's right. Great. He is Mark Cowden of Eastern Maine Sports. Find him on Twitter. Uh, his personal account is at Mark Cowden. That's Mark with a C. And find Eastern Maine Sports on Twitter at ME Sports. Yes, Coach? I was going to say, so if we send you a package to the uh, Cross Insurance Center, you'll be you'll be able to get it, yeah, right? Because they'll know you're going to be something. there all week, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any time from the 15th to the 23rd, we, I'll be there. We <laughs> could send a care package of cookies or something up to you. Be... Hey, there you go. I can, my, my crew and I would love that. So. All right, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, guys. So I'll talk to you next week, and then I'll, probably the week after that, I'll we'll have to dig off for the tournament. So Absolutely. Oh, that's right. Again, the website. But we won't be here anyway. We, yeah. we, it's tournament all week for us, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'll talk to you next week, guys. All right, all right take care. Thanks, Mark. All right, take care. Yeah, bye.